Welcome to Better Returns, where you will learn how to escape the volatility of the stock market by passively investing in real estate like a pro. 90% of millionaires earned and maintained their wealth by investing in real estate. We will share real life examples from savvy investors so you can do the same. This show is for educational purposes only and should not be considered legal tax or investment advice. As a kid, his four siblings nicknamed him Mouthy Matt, your host and my dad, Matt Hansen. Well, I'd like to welcome to our show, Harry Nima Zagara. Harry's a full-time pulmonary and critical care doctor from South America. He started in real estate about five years ago and has invested in residential and commercial properties. Harry is the founder of Nima Equity. He educates other doctors about passively investing in real estate and helps them build wealth outside of Wall Street. I got to note, Harry has an excellent YouTube channel called Nima Equity. Some great content out there. I'm a subscriber. You should too. Well, Harry, welcome to the show. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very, very honored and excited to be here today. Excellent. Excellent. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got, how did you discover apartment investing? How did you run across that? Start, yes, let's start from yes. the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a little bit of, of a long story. So like, I'll start like from, I mean, like it goes back to when I was living in Peru. So as like, like, as you know, like my wife and I were from Peru and um, uh, we, I'm a first generation college educated uh, person, right? Like, so, so my family, uh, they, uh, like in the past, they didn't have the option like to go to college. So um, they used to do like different type of business, including real estate. So, so we had some exposure oh. from that in the past. So when we came here to the U.S., so my wife and I, we're both physicians. And uh, so we came here for uh, to continue our training. So we're doing like residency. Then a couple of years later, I was doing fellowship, the subspecialization. So we were always interested in real estate. It's just, just mainly because we were moving every three, two to three years. We were not able like to get started initially. And uh, also... You may say because of lack of education at the same time, I mean, like what everybody thinks about real real, real, real estate here in the U.S. is single family homes, right? Like right. so uh, the fix and flips, like short term mm-hmm. rentals, long term rentals, all of that. So so because of that is that, again, like we, we didn't start it like until we came here to Dallas Forward. So, again, it was like a long journey, like, like again, in training and even in private practice initially. But then like after... Uh, I remember it was two years in private practice that uh, we decided to move here to Dallas. And the reason being like also it was like a like a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife had a family here like in the area. And we also had friends from from back from Peru from medical school. So it was like the perfect setup, right? Oh, like so so great. we arrived here too. To, to Dallas and uh, and we love the area. Our kids uh, love their school. So we decided like to buy uh, our uh, residence, right? Like and, pre- and pretty much and very quickly, uh, Two or three months after that, we decided to jump into real estate uh, seriously, right? Like, and we started like initially in residential real real estate in long term rentals, and then after a couple of years, and this this is what we have been doing the last uh, two years uh, in in multifam- in the multifamily space, especially in syndications. Great, great. So you're you're the traditional okay. I'm going to do some residential small rental type stuff, and yes. then you discovered. So how did you discover? Um, multifamily because I was in the same boat as you 30 years yes. my wife and I were doing flips and flips yes. you know on and off on and off and like six years ago I heard yeah. about on a podcast oh what's this multifamily thing this is much easier yeah so how did you discover it because it's just not something you hear about yes. on the news and nobody talks about it like you said how did you yes. discover yes. multifamily 
mainly again like through education, right? Like and also like through like life experience, right? Like so, uh, so we we came here to Dallas. We experienced like uh, so we were very interested in real estate. We were prime for real estate, and uh, so we started like acquiring single family homes, right? Like the first uh, property we acquired like three months after like, we acquired the property and put a tenant, the AC broke. So you can imagine, like, <laughs> like the, the whole year in cash flow when I when went out in the one expense, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So and and initially we were actually trying to do that ourselves to manage the property with mm. just one property, even oh my. right, like so. And, and you can imagine, right, like two physicians, full time jobs with two boys, two two yes. two kids, and, and very active boys actually. Uh, so it was like a nightmare initially, like right, like so we you would uh, I mean like like the classic. Uh, termites, tenants, and toilets. <laughs> Toil- <right? laughs> you were so living we were, that. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, like we we had, uh, we really like real estate and we have a passion f- for it. So, I mean, it was not that difficult, but I mean, at the same time, it was taking like a lot of time. So uh, half a year after that, we we hired a property manager and and things changed. Uh, so we, uh, we, we got the help from him. We leveraged his time. So uh, we were able to even acquire more and more properties in that moment. And at some point, uh, we went up to nine properties. So wow. nine long-term rentals in the Dallas forward area. Right, which again, like by any means, I mean it's 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 growing. I mean it was great, right? But I mean, like we were discovering that again, like it was becoming kind of like a second job, right? Like so, <laughs> you you can imagine, like even with a great property manager, I mean every decision, every responsibility mm-hmm. and liability is on you, and and they're always gonna, gonna gonna call you back. I mean they're great. Uh, people and helping you with the property and helping like the tenants, but, but still the decisions are yours. Right. So um, it was to the point again, like when my wife and I were talking about that and say like, Hey, I mean, like there should be a better way to invest in real estate. Right? <laughs> right? It's not so, so much work. Exactly. <laughs> So uh, we were, we went back to uh, education again, like and that's uh, like also part how we started like in single family homes. So we went back to education to to do uh, podcast, like to to listen to podcasts, to listen to audiobooks, to go to meetups, even some conferences, and we discovered so like uh, syndications in real estate and multifamily specifically, right? Like so, uh, we were very interested. And uh, even though in this moment we're mainly active investors, we we discovered that you can participate as an active, but also as a passive investor, right? Like, and even though mm. many people discover may, may discover at some point that when you're active, you may be able to get a better return on investment at some point. But 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 the question is at what cost, right? Like. Uh, at what cost in terms of your time, in terms of your effort, in terms of your peace of mind, right? Like so, mm-hmm. so, so, so that's where we. I mean, after a couple of months, we decided like to join a mastermind, a mentorship, and we decided like to join forces with other people who were experts in the field and who had been doing this for for years, and uh, some of them through different cycles, even, right? Like so, we decided like to join forces, and and, and that's what we've been doing the last two years. Excellent, excellent. Because you can fast track. I mean, there's a couple of messages there. First off is, yeah, you may be able to make a little bit more money if you're managing nine single family homes, but what's the opportunity cost? I mean, you have two wonderful kids. I see them on Facebook all the time. Like oh, you, you don't get to spend time with them. You both, you and your wife have very important roles in the world as doctors. You're busy doing that. And now you're going to manage tenant toilets and termites. 
but that's really good value. It's like, yes. okay, you know, I can make a little bit more money on that, but me and maybe I get 10% less, but I have all this freedom if I passively invest to spend time with my family and focus on my work and everything else. So that's a really good message. I like you Absolutely. hit on that. <laughs> right. Yes. I, people ask me, well, you can probably make more money on the single, if you own a hundred single family homes versus a hundred unit apartment as a passive investor, but do you want all that headache? Do you want the work? Yes. Are you going to enjoy life? I mean, it's time. You're, you're right. I love that. You're training your time yes. for money. Really yes. Right. Like, yeah. And, and like, and also I heard like uh, some multiple times, like in podcasts and things like that, like, so people like in their seventies or eighties with 100 homes or 150 <laughs> homes, and they, they don't even like remember that, that they have one or what were the addresses, right? Like, so we were saying like, no, that's probably not for us. <laughs> no, no, it's a, that's a lot of moving parts, but do you, I mean, yes. as you mentioned before, one thing goes wrong. The HVAC, you're only making maybe 100, 200 a month in profit. Well, an HVAC's probably two grand. You just blew your profit for the whole year in one expense. Exactly. You know, or the taxes exactly. go up or insurance goes. I mean, it is much more challenging. You don't have the economies of scales of a large apartment complex. There's just no comparison. Absolutely. None at all. And there's another other thing that you mentioned I wanted to highlight is that you did join a mastermind. And you and I are part of the same mastermind. That's why we're friends. Yes. Um, and you you leverage other people's experience. So we're working with people that have been doing this for 25 years. I've been doing it for six or seven years, but for 25 years, um, they've seen the cycles. They know what's going on. So if any yes. situation comes up, they got your back. I mean, you're, you're, our partners have got our back because they've done it so many deals. It's so, so that really protects the investors from, okay, you know, like I was a corporate executive. Now I'm a real estate guy. Well, I've been yeah. a real estate guy for, for a long time, but I haven't been in multifamily for 25 years. So I think that's a really good point is that, that's, okay, you're not just important. investing with Harry or Matt, you're investing with our powerful big group that has lots and lots of experience. We have the best SEC attorneys, we have the best exactly. insurance brokers and lending brokers and all that. So I just want to highlight that. I think yes. that's a really no, good yeah, thing. You and I absolutely. both realize we can't do this on our own. Let's let's leverage somebody else's experience. Yes, as you're saying, like to to leverage like their experience and their time, and also like uh, it's very different, right? Like when you invest in single family homes, it's you and your money, and you may be playing with a couple of thousand dollars or things like that. But when you're talking about syndications and multifamily, these multi million properties, I mean, like it's it's you're, we're talking about millions of dollars, and not just your money, but also the money of your investors, which is very important for all of us. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. So what are you looking for, um, for you? So you, so you work with a lot of doctors, which is great. You're helping yes. busy, busy doctors. I don't have yes. time to go out and do this. So you help them passively <laughs> invest. What are the things that they typically look for? What do, what do they look for in investment? Yeah. So, um, I, it, I have been very blessed and grateful that in the last two years, I've talked with many, many doctors in, in the healthcare, uh, uh, field. So, um, so one one of the things is that uh, many physicians and doctors uh, they don't know how to invest in real estate and and they haven't heard like the word syndication before. So right, like it's it's, it's initially starts as a part of as, as an education and giving people or doctors or or high income professionals other options for them, right? Like we, we because there's one saying that says like we tend to invest in things that we are we know or that we are familiar with. 
And guess what? Here in the US, we all know only about stocks, the stock market, Wall Street, 401ks. And we don't know that there are other alternative ways to invest that actually it's called alternative, but actually they're more mainstream, right? Like again, like there it's it it makes more sense, it's more stable, mm -hmm. and the rewards it may be better, right? Uh, so uh, we usually start with that, right? Like again, like that. There's other ways to 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 invest other than Wall Street. And the other thing is again, like uh, that they have options, right? Like again, like uh, for for example, in my in our field that is uh, real 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 estate, there's so many ways to invest in real estate, right? Like and always uh, try to give them this option that hey, if for any reason you want to be maybe more active, absolutely. I mean, I can give you some some prompts about that, like and guide you through mm -hmm. th towards that. Uh, if you want to be on the passive side, I can I can share with you all this information or education we have on our website or YouTube channel or other venues also, right? Like, so they can take an informed decision, right? Like, because at the end it's like, again, like they, your investors need to feel so comfortable with like the decision that they're making, right? Like, so you don't want to make a rush decision because it's their hard and money, right? Like it's, it's a big amount of money too, what, what they invest. And the other thing is that they, the investment is going to stay like in the, in the property for four to six years. So it's a big decision right yeah so education education and you do a wonderful Absolutely. job of that harry i'm a big fan Thank of you. yours but because you put it out there and it's it's not salesy at all you're just saying hey here's here's what it's like to passively invest in large apartment buildings so you're educating people and then they self-select whether you know what i didn't even know that it wasn't a thing and you know and you're putting out great content that and again people decide if it's right for them or not but if they don't know about it yeah. that's the thing is nobody gets paid to advertise apartment investing. I mean, yes. Fidelity, Vanguard, they're in you know, all these big Wall Street um, in, uh, companies, investment companies have yes. billions of dollars of advertisement budgets. Yes. We have nothing. We just have yes. word of mouth. We can just not compete with them. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the fact you're putting it out there to help people know you've got an option. You know, you're not just yes. locked into Wall Street because exactly. I was one of those people years ago. I had every 100% in Wall Street when I first started years and years I see. ago. Yeah, no, then so, the same happened to, to, to most of us. Yes. Yeah. Because we just don't know any better. Don't know. Exactly. Um, so what, what specifically, what properties do you like? What's your criteria for, um, an ideal property that you like to bring to your investors? What, what markets do you like and kind of what are the yeah. criteria of the properties? Yeah, and that's where exactly where uh, the mastermind and the mentorship group comes come, comes mm -hmm. from, right? Like, so uh, we relied in uh, our partners that have more experience than us that that are doing this full time, even right? Like, so uh, I mean, I always tell my my investors, I'm a physician, I'm a full full time doctor. I couldn't do this to just just myself. I I would do myself and you are the service if I, if, if I try to do it to, to, to this myself. So we we go with other investors who have been doing this full time and with a couple of years at least, right? Like so, and, and the markets that, that we look at are like are usually in the Midwest, Southeast, Texas, Arizona too, right? Like, so we're looking usually like to markets where we see population is moving, right? Like where, where businesses are moving, where the area is business friendly, land or friendly too. So that makes a big difference at the end on how you're going to manage your, your, your business plan. Right. Like, so, so, so those are the things that we initially look like, um, uh, like in the markets, right. In terms of the operators, because that's also fundamental and very important, right. Like, so one of the things is again, like the, then the writing or the analysis that, that, that you make on the numbers, and that's great. Like, and like, and at the end you close on the property and everyone is excited, right. Like, but after that, the real work starts actually, right? Like, and mm -hmm. I can tell you because also in one of the last uh, projects that we acquired, I'm part of the asset management team. 
And believe me, I mean, if you try to do this well, I mean, it takes a lot of time too, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, so that, so that's important, right? Like, so I, I, I mean, I always, and, and, and lately, at least in the last year, year and a half, I'm asking if the asset management team is doing this full time, right? Like if they have experience like, like before, and if they live in the area or at least close, or at least if they are able like to travel, like kind of often. Right. Because you're right. People think of, okay, when you buy the property, you're done. But the, I would say as a passive investor, because I passive invest in a lot of stuff too, it's the asset manager I'm most concerned with because the yes. asset manager is, it's so it's a part of the general partner team for those that don't aren't familiar with it. So the, the general partner team, the people that run the deal, then one or two of those people are designated as asset managers. So they're going to stick with that property for the next five or six years. And they're going to meet on a weekly basis with the property manager. They're going to deal with all those headaches that you did as a single family homeowner with the property. Yes. Our asset manager is a central person. So they're not talking to the three or four general partners, but that role is so critical because who, first off, who is it? Do they, are they a business person with lots of good experience of running the business, understanding profit and losses and economics and key performance indicators? And, you know, do they take action, follow up? And then most importantly, do they have a backup? Is there somebody, exactly. what if this person steps away? And this is where I got in trouble years ago. And I've told the story of it. I passively invested in one of my first deals like six years ago. And I invested in one guy of the three partners. He went away. He left the deal. He said, oh, I'm going to oh, do something God. else. And the people he left with didn't know anything about running apartments. And they ran into the ground, basically. So oh, I, I always now that wow. not only That's the primary so asset manager, <laughs> who's the backup? Like you said, yes. what's their expertise? Who's going to pick up the show if this guy's out? Or if he wants to go on vacation for a month? But yes. I love the fact that you pointed that out. That's the probably the most important person. You know, yes, along yes, with the absolutely. Yeah, and we have seen this in the last four to five years that everyone, like everything was great, right? Like so, even with not a stellar asset management team, I mean, like things were still doing good. That's going to change in the next few years, right? Like so, uh, that's why picking a strong team, uh, general sponsorship team with a good asset manager is so important now. When the economy is booming, it's easy to make money. When things get tough, yes. you really want that person that's seen a lot of seen a lot of issues in the past and knows how to handle those. Really good. Totally agree. So, when you're speaking with um, investors or potential investors, what are the typical concerns they have, which they all do? Like, what is the primary? Like, okay, I'm not really sure about this, this, or this. What are the typical questions you get that you could help help educate yeah. people on right now? Yeah. So again, like, uh, so. The most important part, again, is like the lack of knowledge about like this type of investments and how they work, right? Like, and their participation or no participation in the decisions on the day-to-day of the pro- of the project, right? Like, so there's something that I always, it's important for me to to pass this information to any possible investor, right? Like, uh, like I always say, like, these are the important things that you should consider before investing in a syndication or why you shouldn't invest in a syndication. Right. Like, so, so one of them is that it's big money, right? Like, so is we're talking about her, their hard earned money, right? Like, and they need to prepare for that because that money, like, again, like it's at least 50 or $75,000 in most, in most situations, right? Like, so it's, it's not like, uh, easy, like to get in, right? Like, so like the next step, like that I always tell is again, like it's going to be an illiquid investment. So like, and, and like, and that means that again, like, it's not like the stock market or mutual funds or even REITs, right? Like the, if you change your mind, like uh, in a couple of days or next week, you can just sell your stocks or shares, 
right? That doesn't happen here because you're, we're talking a physical asset and it stays and it's going to stay there, right? Like, so you need to think about that your investment is going to stay there or your capital is going to stay there for the next four to six years, right? And always life happens, right? Like, again, like, I mean, like, yeah. I may think like I want to build a pool in my house, like for next year or my son is going to college. So if mm -hmm. I, I'm not prepared for that, I may have some problems in the future. Right. Like, so, so, so those things are important. And the last thing that I always tell also is um, it's a passive investment for good or for bad. It's a passive investment. And, and I always tell like at the end, like, Hey, but actually that's even better. Like, like, because you don't get all the headaches and you're leaving your investment with someone who is an expert in this and has been doing this for years and is doing this every day. So that, that that's one of the things that I tried to educate before someone gets or jumps into the investment. Oh, you're good. That's great. That's, that's wonderful stuff. And yeah. it's really because it's not right for everyone. You're absolutely good points. Like, okay, your money's going to be tied up for, you know, four to six years. So if you yeah. have a kid going to college in three years, you need those funds, don't do it. Or like you said, if you're planning for a big expense or something else going on, exactly. that's really good that, that you are very transparent, Harry, and saying, yes. okay, guys, this, this not, might not be for you if this is your situation. So yeah. I love that, that you're yeah, so we, transparent. We, we always want to try to be good stewards of your money. And also, uh, like at the same time, I mean, we're, we're not in this business for one or two deals for one or two years. We're, we're thinking about this for the long term, right? Like, and we want to establish good relationships with our investors. We want to build the friendships with, with the people that we work with. Yes, 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 absolutely. Because they've got to trust you and they've got to know that you're going to do what you say you're going to do and that you've got a good team. So, yes, and I know you have a good team. Um, yes. Here's another question for you. What are some of the challenges you've experienced as a passive or an active investor in, in multifamily? What challenges have you run across that you've had to overcome? Yes. So um, I can tell you, it's like uh, everything in life when you're starting requires time and effort, right? <laughs> so yeah. uh, like, like I say, anything, right? right? Like it, when you go to medical school, when you try to open a mm -hmm. restaurant, it was like the same with us, right? Like, so we were very uh, primed for syndications and real estate to join this business. But but again, like you can imagine, I'm a full-time physician. So I like I needed like to put extra effort at the beginning, right? Like, so, but it it pays off, right? Like again, like uh, you, you find yourself in a business or in a field that you really like, that you're passionate and that you feel Feel that you're making some good for other people, right? Like for 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 yourself, for your family, mm -hmm. but also for your investors, and finally also for the tenants. So 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 that was like a three things that that, that were excellent for like in my case. Like the the other thing, like as you mentioned, like challenges, right? Like so is that uh, some uh, and I have seen this a couple of times that some people like think like oh like so a doctor should be only a doctor or a lawyer, only a lawyer and always mm. continue being a lawyer like in their nine to five, right? Like, and if you're trying to do this, maybe it's not going to last, right? Like, so, uh, I mean, this kind of uh, mindset things like of, of some people that, that they don't necessarily like uh, believe that, that you're going to be serious about that, right? Like, but, 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 but then again, like you show them like uh, you're, you are serious, you put your effort and you put your time and you deliver also, right? Like, so it's very important to keep like your word with your investors, but also with your lead sponsors or syndicators. Yeah. And you do a great job of that here. You demonstrate the fact is that you really know multifamily syndications. I mean, I, yes. I, again, I consume your content. You really do demonstrate that. And I think that's- I appreciate really it. Great. Thank really you. Great. Well, that's that's really good stuff. We're <laughs> now gonna go into the a little bit lighter, fun stuff. It's called the lightning <laughs> round. 
And these are just five okay. fun questions. All right. You know Harry a little bit better. Are you ready? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. The first one is, what was your nickname as a child? Oh, um, it's in Spanish, actually. Like like the... <laughs> Larissa, like uh, so, 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 my hair was like kind of, kind of thick. So, I like I used to have like a thick hair. So, like, like everyone was was making fun of my hair. So, I mean, in Spanish, it's Larissa, like, like the um, the, the porcupine. Oh, okay, so it would be yes. like porcupine in in yeah. English then. Yeah. Okay, so so your nickname was porcupine basically because your yeah. hair stuck up and it's so thick. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, are you a morning person or a night owl? Um, can I say both actually? <laughs> yes, you can. I mean, people have a natural uh, tendency, but I'm and, sure and, in your line of work, and, do you have to work and, both? and what happens? Yeah. And what happens is that, um, I love mornings. I mean, actually like I'm the first one to wake up in the oh. morning here at home. I mean, I mean, and, and the reason is like, like, because I like to, to do stuff in the morning, like, and to run, to, 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 to go for a walk to the park. Right. But also because of my line of work, you know, like I'm a physician and I see you doctor and many times I work in shifts and these shifts are at night. So, I mean, like I find myself sometimes at midnight uh, when when the work goes down, like just just doing stuff on the computer or, or reading something or watching videos. So kind of both, actually. We can't put Harry in a box. I'm taking a survey after I'm done. After I've done like 200 <laughs> interviews, I'm going to I'm going to show the poll. So I'm going to put you as both because you really are. And I think that's the nature of your business, you know, that your, yes. your career is really, you've got to be both. So very yeah. interesting. Okay. What would be the first thing you did, you, we would do if you won the lottery? Um, I actually, I, I got that question before from someone else Ooh. and uh, I, and I would say, and my, and my answer is going to be the same. Um, I would do the same. I would do the same every day, right? Like, because like, um, um, and, and many people think that I'm doing real estate now because I want to leave medicine, but that's not true. So, I mean, I actually still love medicine. I still enjoy being a physician. It's just that I just want to have a better balance in my, in my life and in my, with, and with my time, right? Like, so I would probably continue being a physician, uh, probably better part-time, but also being involved in real estate. So I would do the same. And, and maybe like the only change it would be like to travel a little bit more with my family. Uh, we really enjoy traveling. I, I mean, actually, this year has been the year that we have traveled the most. I think we have gone to four or five trips already this year. So it was, wow. was really good. Was was really good. And and those are the important things, right? Like like the things that you keep for 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 yourself, like in your memories and with like as a family. So that's very important. I love that. It's about experiences, and I'm the same thing, Harry. Like in my, my point in my life, I don't need any more things. It's all experiences. So we do a lot exactly. of traveling with our kids, our adult kids, even that. So I love that. It's great, yes. Harry. Okay, um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, that's a difficult one, <laughs> because like uh, we 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 love the U.S. I mean, like yeah, and you and like like and you know, right? Like we we're from Peru, from South America. Mm -hmm. We have been living here for 15 years. We love the U.S. We consider this home now. Both our kids were born here, but uh, I don't know. We we love um, the Caribbean a lot and 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 the beach a lot. So we'll be somewhere like in the Caribbean, right? Kind of the the Bahamas or Mexico, mm -hmm. some somewhere around there. Yeah, I love vacationing there. We, yes. We've probably been to 15 vacations in the Caribbean over the years. So good. Yes. I, I will visit you wherever you live there, Harry. I'll yeah. come and visit I'll, for a I'll send you an invitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then the final question is, because um, this podcast is called Better Returns. Yeah. What is the one piece of advice? If you could only give a new passive investor one piece of advice to get better returns, what would that piece of advice be? 
Yes. Um, education and also invest in yourself. That's that's the most important thing and where you're going to get like the best return on investment. Well said, well said. Yes. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Okay, so finally, how can visit how can our listeners find you? Where can they find you on social media? Yes, yes, thank you so much. Uh so uh we have our website which is called Nima Equity. So it's uh N as in Nancy, I M A equity.com. And also as as you mentioned, we have our YouTube channel with the same name, where we usually is it's a free channel and we try to bring again like awareness and education about like in general, like real real estate in general, but specifically in syndications and multifamily. Excellent, excellent. And all that information will be in the show notes so you can contact Harry. Thanks so much for being on the show. I truly appreciate it, Harry. Thank you, man. Had a blast. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Better Returns, brought to you by Hanson Holdings. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review because it helps others discover this valuable content. If you would like to earn truly hands-off passive income, go to HansonHoldings.com, where we help you invest in large apartment complexes to grow your family's wealth. See you next week with another awesome episode. Have a great day.